I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons about. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Welcome back to Les Hangout. I'm your East Coast host, Ellie Brigida. And I'm your West Coast host, Lee Holmes Foster, and this is our first mini-sode. Uh, we are so excited that people are listening to the show, you guys are engaging with us, um, and so we decided we wanted to do something a little extra starting this year, and so on our off weeks, we are going to be having uh, little mini-sodes that we release just to have something extra so that we can all uh, let's hang out together. So this is our first installment of a segment that we are super excited to introduce. Should have been gay. Should have been gay. Oh, oh, it was fun. It was great. But it should have been a little dark gay. And at this point, I really just want to start singing. Should have been gay. You know, <laughs> should have been. I don't know. I don't, that's all I have, really. But, you know, so <laughs> should have been gay is a segment where we'll be discussing a variety of things, shows, movies, pairings, you name it, that clearly should have been gay. And there's, I mean, there's a, there's a lot out there's there. There's a lot. This is there's so endless many. material for us. Uh, but for our first installment, we're going to be discussing what I think, I mean, to me, this is, this is the number one show in history that should so obviously have been gay, and that is the classic... Xena, Warrior Princess. I remember watching Xena when I was younger, when it was on, like when it was actually on TV. Uh, and I mean, before I was even consciously gay, like aware of how 
how very gay I am and how much of that makes so much sense in hindsight. I mean, you look back and I'm like, I'm pretty sure, you know, Gabrielle and Callisto were probably like 90% of my baby gay awakening was was That's watching this understandable. show. And I was just a little into both of them. For our audience members who have not seen Xena, like myself, I think we should explain what the relationship is between Xena and Gabrielle. Oh my god, how uh, the relationship between them. I mean, so Gabrielle's her sidekick. She she rescues Gabrielle when she saves her village. Um, Gabrielle sort of follows her, you know, decides to like, I'm gonna go out on an adventure with you and like follows her and then sort of just stays with her forever, becomes because her sidekick. They're becomes, because they're in, in love. We obviously, you know, very much deep, deep love with each other. Deep lesbian love. They, I mean, obviously throughout the show that that relationship changes a, a lot. There's conflict and drama and angst and feelings. Um, so it's a lesbian relationship. It's a lesbian relationship <laughs> through and through. Um, they fight. They have babies they <laughs> yeah they raise a baby together right yeah well yeah sort of sort of they like you know raise a baby kill a baby i mean who's to say really i'm like <laughs> i for anyone who hasn't watched the show this is just like don't listen to this there's like spoilers spoilers abound everywhere uh, it's a demon baby it's fine i mean it's fine. Baby had that to makes die, sense. But then, but then there's feelings about that but yeah there's definitely you know oh i'm caring for my pregnant sidekick uh and birthing her baby and you know that's a lot and then taking a long bath together i mean just all all platonic normal things that completely for me and i i am embarrassed to say this but i've never watched cena so (laughs) i'm sorry ellie but to prep for this episode i watched some youtube videos uh subtext for dummies (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they literally have subtext for dummies of Xena. One is marriage. Two is looking and touching. Three is jealousy. And four is subsex, which I just love. <laughs> and man, just watching those, like, come on, ladies. You are in love. There were so many naked scenes. A lot of like rolling around together. A lot of bathing together. A lot yeah. of washing each other's backs and hair and... You know, all that platonic stuff you do with your friends. Yeah, like putting their clothes on, like, because they couldn't have put clothes on themselves. I don't. <laughs> it was hot. I'm gonna, not going to lie, but. Uh, <laughs> you were into it. It's fine. I was into it. Yeah. No, and then for the jealousy part, there were so many times when they were with guys and the looks on Xena's face were just like, oh, yeah, no. So when you put up the, the list for subtext for dummies and I saw jealousy and that's I immediately flash back to watching Gabrielle get married. There's there's a, a storyline where Gabrielle gets married to Perdiccas, this guy from her hometown. And like I went back and found the video of the wedding scene and the way that they filmed that, where as soon as they, you know, pronounce uh, pronounce Gabrielle and Perdiccas man and wife, and they immediately, the camera cuts to Xena's face as Perdiccas is saying how in love he is with Gabrielle and how happy he is. And you're just getting this, you know, like Xena's face breaking uh, as she watches this. And you're like, come on. I mean, that's not, that's, that's not subtext. That's just there. You don't, someone made that decision to point the camera there and use that take instead of, you know, filming the two people getting married. I mean, it's just stuff like that was so obvious, you know, it was very obvious. And I think that's one of the things about Xena 
especially looking back on it, but even at the time, I don't think it was much of a secret that they were supposed to be together. Everyone knew they were supposed to be together. They just couldn't be. I mean, this was the 90s, so they couldn't overtly do the lesbian things that we wanted them to do. But as I was researching and reading up on Xena, I found out that they had a lesbian producer. Her name was Liz Friedman. And there's this article on After Ellen where she talks about how she would throw in references that she, because she knew she's a lesbian too. I'm sure she was rooting for Xena and Gabrielle. Oh yeah. And she's trying to throw in things um, that don't flash huge red lights, but for anyone who's looking for the subtext, you will see it. She goes, (laughs) we opened up a show with the two of them fishing naked. Did you watch that scene? Me? Yeah. They fish naked. Oh yeah. I mean, I watched, I've watched the show more than once through, so I've seen them all. Yeah, so, but I'm like, thank you, Liz, because she was just, like, <laughs> continuously throwing that subtext in. Yeah, well, and the rest of that quote is a little lesbian vampire show, and the vampire episode is is heavy-handed. I remember that, and I haven't seen it in years, but yeah, I remember how gay that episode was. I well, mean, we all know, vampires and lesbians, they just go together. Yes, and, we, and we'll talk about that more on an episode, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> of course. When you go back, Xena was... So clearly one of the most obvious things in the 90s of a show that was meant to be gay and they knew they couldn't make them gay. And they pushed the envelope pretty hard. I mean, I remember even watching it at the time. I mean, God, I must have been in middle school, maybe for for a lot of these episodes. I'm trying to remember like exactly when some of this stuff aired, like which season it was in. But I remember watching uh, watching The Kiss, you know, and there's a very famous The Kiss scene in the show, which is... Um, just as as a little background again for people who haven't seen it, this is gonna all, all spoilers to be found here. Xena has died. I mean, they both die a couple times throughout the show. Um, Xena has died. Gabrielle, of course, is unwilling to accept this and let her go. The end result is Xena's spirit uh, is sort of taking over. She's sort of able to take over the body of one of their male friends, Autolycus, the king of thieves. So so Xena's kind of in Autolycus's body. Her spirit is there. And so, you know, they, they play around with that. They have Autolycus kind of jumping around, doing the little Xena flips and the little Xena, like, <laughs> she jumps around. Um, and it's great. There's this one really classic, famous scene, especially for lesbians, where... The culmination of that is this really touching, angsty moment where, you know, Xena's trying to tell Gabrielle to to let her go. I'll always be here. It's okay. Um, and they film it as the two actresses. They film it as, you know, they're now in this spirit realm where Gabrielle is talking to Xena's spirit, even though in real life she's talking to Autolycus's physical body. But they're filming it with the two actresses, having this conversation. There's a great, like... Windows 95 uh, ocean screensaver background behind them, like green screened in. It's very touching. Beautiful. Yeah. Incredible. And just, it's, you know, it's classic 90s. Um, and they're having this whole conversation and then they're leaning in, they're leaning in closer, they're leaning in for the for the kiss, leaning in for the kiss, leaning in for... And, and then it cuts immediately to Gabrielle and Octolicus kissing. Mm, all right all right i mean and even me at the time like i remember watching that and being like so they're kissing like obviously they meant to be kissing each other yeah that is 
blatantly obvious. Right. And then the next thing that happens is Gabrielle yells at, at uh, Autolycus to get his hands off her ass. Um, so, I mean, they're not, you know, like, <laughs> they're not really shying away from what's happening. I mean, this is, this was... Wait, but Autolycus is Xena yeah, with Autolycus her hands on Zena. her ass. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was not Ooh. like, I mean, they didn't even, even if you were going to try to play it off as like, oh, it's just platonic close friends kissing the way that they do a lot on this show. I mean, they, they actually kind of like kiss or almost kiss a number of times, but they're like, just so in case we're like not clear enough here, this is not like platonic friend kissing. This is like kissing and I'm grabbing your ass kissing. Like we are together Oof. in a lesbian, very, very much sort of way, you know, whether or not I was totally aware of myself at that point, like it was hard to watch the show and not be aware of what they were doing. Yeah. yeah like, they weren't subtle, you know, they were, they were pretty heavy handed with it. I cannot believe that there's anyone who could have watched watched the series and not understood that they were meant to be a couple that just couldn't be a couple explicitly. And thank the Lord that couples can be couples explicitly on TV now. <laughs> yes. Obviously, we want more, but we've come a ways. Oh my God. But can you imagine if they could remake Xena now? Didn't they talk about a reboot? Yeah. Am I wrong about this? Yeah. And I think the reboot failed because they still couldn't. They said we will. they have to be gay and they kind of, the reboot got shut down because of it, I think. Yeah, right? I think that is what happened, uh, which is frustrating to me because if you were going to do a reboot, everyone who wants to watch the reboot, <laughs> most of them are lesbians. Like, you're not gay. alienating your audience. Come on. I don't think any person who doesn't think that Zena and Gabrielle were a couple really misses the show that much. <laughs> I mean, straight people are not sitting around pining for Xena the way lesbians sit around pining for Xena. And specifically pining for a reboot with Lucy Lawless and Renee O'Connor. And if you ask me, Hudson Lake, because uh, <coughs> Callisto, hello. <laughs> so Callisto is what character? She's kind of like evil Xena. She's has a similar backstory to Xena where her entire family was killed and her town or village was destroyed. And whereas, you know, Xena was evil for a while and then sort of reformed, Callisto just went crazy. Hardcore crazy. So crazy hot. Oh my god, is she crazy hot. I think, (laughs) I think you look at her, right, and her eyes, she's got, like, crazy eyes. Like, batshit eyes where you're like, no, don't touch that. But also, she's so hot. <laughs> she's so the hot, crazy scale. Hot. And so it's real. I feel like Kalisto, in that way of like, I think middle school me, that was like my first experience with like being scaroused, you know, where you're like, I'm into this, <laughs> but also terrified. And I don't know why. Sorry, you just use the word scaroused. It's so true, though. I love that. And I'm going to use it. I was scaroused by Kalisto. Yeah. I think I get scaroused a lot. <laughs> Hmm. We could dig deeper into that, but we won't right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she, you couldn't help it, you know? And it, cause it was, she's, she had like the crazy blonde hair and like everything. She always kind of had this like, you know, smirk on her face. And you were like, I'm totally into this, but like you're insane. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Which, to be sure. fair, you know, staying away from that is not lesbian strong suit always. Um, yeah. I was young. I didn't know better, you know. It's totally fine. But yeah, so Hudson Lake should come back too. Uh, and I mean, everyone else is kind of, who cares? But as long as we get those three, I'm good with the reboot. You're right. I'm going to totally look up pictures after this. Oh my God. Because I need to see Callisto. Uh, you should just look up pictures right now. Just do it. Just do it. All right, I'm doing it. Okay. In real time. In real Sorry, time. People. No, it's fine. Look, there's typing so you can know it's for real. She's doing it now. 
can see my in real life reaction. <laughs> wow, I just like hot giggled. Oh my god, the crazy eyes. Yeah, right. I'll s- well, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna send you video clips after this. It's fine. I won't make you all listen to the me sending Ellie video clips, but she's. I mean, she's scary hot. Like, yeah, there's this one where she has like a dagger in her hand. And her eyes just look terrifying, but, like, you're right. I'm scare-roused. I want to say one more thing before we sort of wrap this up. In my extensive Xena research, (laughs) I found that Gabrielle reads a poem by Sappho to Xena. Yeah. And anyone knows who Sappho is? She's, like, the queen of the Isle Isle of Lesbos. She's, like, the queen of lesbians. (laughs) We worship her. (laughs) Yeah. Love her. Uh, <laughs> Lesbians all do our annual uh, making offerings to Sappho. It's fine. It's in the handbook, guys. This is sort of weird, but what? <laughs> my college roommate, I kissed her mom on New Year's Eve. She has a hot mom, okay? And it was <laughs> just a peck, whatever. But for the rest of my life, her mom calls me her Sappho. <laughs> I feel like one of these days we're going to get that more of that story out because that's a that's a great just just a little story. No context or explanation. Hello. But let me also read the poem because this is this is deep to read this to another woman like you are in love with her. Come on. Okay, I'm ready. There's a moment when I look at you and no speech is left in me. My tongue breaks, then fire races under my skin and I tremble and grow pale for I am dying of such love. Yeah, that sounds like just friends to me. Right? Yeah. Fire races under my skin. Come on, girl. (laughs) I think she means platonic friend fire. Yeah, I've heard of that. (laughs) So on that very platonic note, I think uh, what we will say is Xena so clearly should have been gay. Uh, And I'm going to say Xena is, you know, I think it really is. It is like the original lesbian fandom. I I think precipitated a lot of you know, fandom culture that exists today. And lesbian awakenings. Lesbian awakenings. Finding that finding each other through fandom, finding each other through shows, uh, through, you know, fan fiction, through whatever. I think, yeah, I think Xena was kind of the the original of a lot of that. Yep. You know? So Xena Warrior Princess. Should have been gay. Should have been gay. <laughs> <laughs> And just as a reminder for all of you listening, you can find us at Les Hangout Pod on all of our social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Or you can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you guys. We've also just launched our Patreon. Patreon is a way for you, our fans, to help support us and for you to also get access to exclusive content that we're not sharing anywhere else. You'll get access to our Les Centrals original songs, live viewing parties of your favorite lesbian movies, Patreon-only Q&As, and you could even have the chance to come on an episode and answer our Q&A questions. So with that, I'm Lee. And I'm Ellie. And, and let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. Let's hang out. out. out.